Hello, this is Meghnath from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, September 25th. The sun will set at 6.32 p.m. IST, while the sunrise will happen at 6.28 a.m. tomorrow morning, hailing the arrival of the glorious weekend. Congratulations all. Now for some COVID-19 updates. In fresh signs of a slowdown in the pandemic, India has begun to report more coronavirus recoveries each day than new patients. The trend began last Saturday and has lasted six days. This has helped India achieve its slowest weekly pace in the growth of active cases since the pandemic began. The number is now back to below 1 million. Most states reported a slower growth in active cases as well as deaths this week. Kerala remains a point of worry though, as it added over 10,000 active cases within a week, by far the most among all states. Chhattisgarh recorded a 12% rise in active cases as compared to 41% last week. Worldwide, COVID-19 has killed 9.8 lakh people and the case tally stands at 3 crore 20 lakh. The Bharatiya Kisan Union and several other organizations began their nationwide demonstration and chakka jam today against the three contentious farm legislations which were passed by parliament earlier this week. Protests have been observed in Punjab, Haryana, West Bengal, Himachal Pradesh, Maharashtra, Tamil Nadu, Andhra Pradesh and Karnataka. Police personnel in adequate strength were deployed across Punjab and Haryana to ensure law and order. As many as 31 farmer organizations joined the call for a complete shutdown in Punjab. Some farmers gathered across several locations to disrupt vehicular movement while the others held protest marches. On Thursday, farmers unions began a three-day rail roco protest at six different locations in the state, with 1,000 to 1,500 farmers sitting on the tracks at each protest site. The Punjab Bun call is getting support from government employees, unions, singers, commissioning agents, laborers and social activists. Shops, commercial establishments and vegetable markets at many places remained shut. Shopkeepers have been appealed to keep their shops shut in support of farmers. Chief Minister Amrinder Singh had said the state government is with them in this fight against the bills and no FIRs will be registered for violation of Section 144 of CRPC. Farmer groups in Haryana have urged residents to observe a band from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. today. However, the national highways have been exempted from the band call. Members of farmers' bodies loyal to the left party staged protests in various parts of West Bengal as part of the nationwide stir demanding the withdrawal of the quote-unquote anti-people farm bills. CPIM Farmers' Wing, Sara Bharat Krishak Sabha, and those of other left partners such as CPI, Forward Block and RSP took out rallies in the districts and blocked roads for some time. Participants in the processions at some places carried vegetables and agriculture produce and shouted slogans against Prime Minister Narendra Modi. Peaceful protests were held at a few places in Himachal Pradesh, but there were no reports of disruption of normal life or closure of any public services. The Himachal Kisan Sabha held protests in Shimla and some other places to demand a rollback of the three contentious laws. Prime Minister Narendra Modi hit out at the opposition leaders over their protests against the farm bills and said that those who have always lied to farmers are now quote-unquote shooting from their shoulders and misleading them for their own political benefit. 
the prime minister was speaking to bjp workers on the occasion of the birth anniversary of party's ideologue din dayal upadhyay he said quote they are spreading rumors saving farmers from such rumors and explaining the importance of the agriculture reforms is the responsibility and duty of all bjp workers because we have to make future of farmers bright unquote the bihar legislative assembly elections 2020 will be held in three phases on october 28th november 3rd and november 7th the counting of votes and results will be declared on november 10th the election commission said the polls will be held in less phases this year to minimize the movement of security personnel to ensure their well-being as well as due to the covid-19 pandemic with this announcement the model code of conduct comes into force in the state bihar's 243 member assembly is set to expire on october 29th 2020 in the first phase of voting 71 assembly constituencies in 16 districts will go to polls in the second phase 94 constituencies in 17 districts will vote and in the third and last phase voting will be held in 78 constituencies in 15 districts chief election commissioner sunil arora while addressing the press in new delhi said quote elections entail large scale deployment of security forces we have tried to minimize their movement over long distances this is due to their fatigue as well as covid 19 we have reduced the number of phases to 3 due to this amid the pandemic several measures have been taken for campaigning and polling to ensure safety of leaders and voters polling has been extended by 1 hour from 7 am to 6 pm the last hour will be reserved for those with covid 19 and who are quarantined unquote several countries have held elections amid the pandemic however cec arora said that the bihar polls are likely to be the largest elections conducted during the pandemic given that there are 72.9 million voters in the state telecom giant vodafone said it had won a significant ruling against the indian government in an international court in singapore for over 12000 crore rupees in interest and 7900 crore rupees in penalty Vodafone had approached the court in 2016 in the dispute that stems from a retroactive tax claim for using airwaves and in license fees. The tribunal ruled that the Indian government's imposition of a tax liability on Vodafone is in breach of the investment treaty agreement between India and the Netherlands. The heavily indebted telecom firm had won some reprieve earlier this month as the Supreme Court gave mobile carriers 10 years to settle the government dues. but the company's longer term problems are not over india's telecom providers have to pay the department of telecom nearly 3 to 5% of their adjusted gross revenues agr in usage charges for airways and 8% of agr as license fees they have long disputed the definition of agr but last year the supreme court upheld the government's views that agr should include all revenue The Bharatiya Janata Party is confident that the commotion that erupted in the Rajya Sabha during the monsoon session of parliament is unlikely to recur. That's because the party's tally is all set to increase in the upper house in November. Rajya Sabha will have 11 vacancies to be filled next month. Of these 11 vacancies, only 3 are from the BJP and the rest are from the opposition's quota in the upper house. While 10 of these vacancies are from Uttar Pradesh, one is from Uttarakhand. The BJP is in power in both Uttar Pradesh and Uttarakhand which will pave the way for its candidates to be elected in the Rajya Sabha. 
the congress and the bahujan samaj party will lose two members of parliament each and the samajwadi party will lose four of its members because of the upcoming vacancies in the upper house the opposition strength in the rajya sabha will come down by nine seats an increase in the bjp's rajya sabha strength will mean closing the gap between the two sides it will offer the government a cushion when the margin of difference is slim as was the case during the passage of the farm bills Though a division of votes was not carried out on Sunday, the BJP claimed to have 110 members on its side. Besides those absent from the upper house, the opposition strength was 109, which narrowed down the difference in the votes. Political commentator Abhay Deshpande said, "A majority in the upper house will give the government more elbow room, but until that happens, its floor management would be put to the test." The current strength of Rajya Sabha is 243 because of two vacancies. The halfway mark is 122. The BJP has 86 members in the upper house, while its allies such as Janata Dal United has five members. The Jan Lok Shakti Party and Republican Party of India have one members each, and the Shiromani Akali Dal has two seats. Several single-member parties, such as National People's Party, Assam Gana Parishad, and the Naga People's Front, also support the BJP. The Congress and TMC are the second and third largest parties in the Rajya Sabha, with 40 and 13 members respectively. More than 200 educationists, filmmakers, and authors, including Cornell West, Noam Chomsky, Amitabh Ghosh, Salman Rushdie, and Meera Nair, issued a joint statement demanding the center to free former JNU student leader Umar Khalid and open itself to dissent. Among signatories are journalist P. Sainath, actor Ratna Pathak Shah, filmmaker Nakul Sahune. author arundhati roy and renowned scholars judith butler romila thapar and sheldon pollock the statement said quote we call on the government of india to free umar khalid and all those falsely implicated and unjustly incarcerated for protesting against the caa nrc that denies equal citizenship rights and to ensure that the delhi police investigates the delhi riots with impartiality under the oath they took as public servants bound by the constitution of india what was umar khalid's crime that he used the passion of his commitment to his country marshaled his education and his voice to join a movement for equal citizenship against the citizenship amendment act unquote khalid has been arrested under the unlawful activities prevention act on what has been the much criticized attempt by the delhi police to implicate him in its theory that the riots were a result of the conspiracy hatched by anti caa protesters the statement also attempts to put khalid's arrest in perspective of what the signatories say has been a singularly partisan investigation as has been done by activists several times before the signatories mention that bjp leader kapil mishra has not attracted the merest police scrutiny even though he stood with the deputy commissioner of police and in a speech that is considered to have triggered the violence threatened that his supporters would take matters into their own hands if the ca protesters were not removed and now for some shiny beautiful gems from the display windows of newslaundry.com Yesterday a Republic Network reporter Pradeep Bhandari was slapped by some other journalists outside the NCB guest house in Mumbai there was a lot of back and forth regarding what really happened with each side heaping blame on one another news laundry reporter Pratik Goyal did a report to sort out the mess by speaking to eyewitnesses and piece together the sequence of events do read it on our website 
if you are someone who is confused about what are these farm bills why farmers are protesting and whether it's good or bad you might want to check out the explainer i have done on our youtube channel i give you both sides of the coin and explain why the bill is good in theory but might be a disaster in implementation dear listeners tomorrow's episode of nl hafta is going to feature a special special guest it's none other than best selling author chetan bhagat in case you don't know nl hafta is our weekly news wrap podcast where you get to hear perspectives from our amaze balls team at news laundry on different events of the week along with the guests of course here's an excerpt and joining us from bombay is chetan bhagat aise karta na superstar ko introduce i'm chetan but yeah fine oh you're in singapore yaar tum ab kahan rehte ho na ab bade stars ka kaun ke track I guess most of our listeners will know who Chetan is. Thanks for introducing you. People know me, but I'm also the reason why you'll get some hate mail because the pristine elite news laundry subscribers <laughs> will feel you're calling Chetan Bhagat now. Itna standard you get from logka. Chetan, you've been on our podcast twice before in the last eight years. Yes, and uh, I think we got pretty decent feedback. NL Hafta is available on Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, Podcast Addict, iTunes and all of your other favorite podcast apps. Do check it out. Dear listeners, yesterday almost all news channels spent their day chasing cars around Goa and claiming that it had Deepika Padukone in it. Yesterday our reporters spent the day in Uttar Pradesh hitting the ground and covering the COVID-19 impact there plus the political situation of the state. I personally spent the day poring over labor codes and the FCRA amendments figuring out how best to explain these to you there is a difference in the two approaches because of the business model we are funded by you the listeners so we give you information relevant to you tv channels are funded by corporates so they do the job of selling eyeballs to corporations that's why we say support independent media because when the public pays the public is served pay to keep news free of notanki and subscribe to newslaundry.com go to our website and click on the subscribe button that's all the news i have for you today have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from see you tomorrow all the news laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to news laundry help us keep news independent Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.